a Stoke note. A new segment we like to call Stoke, Stoke Note. Put those together and you can call it a stone. A stone. A stone. Alright, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Shuster. Oh, Brian, man. did I catch you mid-slurp there? like a little bit sure. that's okay that's sure. all right and no one ever said we were really a truly professional podcast well no we're no. just three blokes having a good time getting Talk, it 90 percent right talking a little bit about soccer a little fantasy soccer 90 percent right scott sometimes it feels like 10 percent. but <sighs> fantasy soccer is hard maybe you mean nine Fa- fantasy sports is <laughs> nine percent nine percent do any of us ever really know what we're talking about yes in hindsight <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Right on. It'd be bad if we got it ninety percent right in hindsight. Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. But sure. hey, that's all right. It's it's uh it's a difficult business. That's why not everyone gets into it. Sure. Yeah, we've stepped in to fill in that void. Sure. Uh, speaking of difficult situations, uh, pronunciations are hard. Soccer is a worldwide game. For us English blokes, who are just <laughs> used to our simple language, Brian. I know. Dave, what, like what part of John are you Anderson from? or David Smith or, <laughs> you know, easy things like that, you know, that we're used to. I'm Mine's used to, not so easy. I'm used, I mean, Scott is Scott, not difficult. Scott's not difficult. No, yeah. Weeby is probably a little more it's difficult a little bit more for German. people who don't know you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brian, you has another name that maybe sometimes people misspell or you Oh, yeah. Spelled all, misspelled all the time. Sure. So... You know which you know which one of the two of my names gets misspelled the most? Get, get, get my me. first name. Come on. B R A I N is what happens oh. a lot. A lot. We need to start a new brain segment. <laughs> yeah. Brain J. I kind of expect <laughs> if you haven't seen it before that you wouldn't spell the last name right, but the first name, come on. I mean I mean, people can't. Uh, it, it it really like it's not even a b r y a n versus a b r i a n. It gets it gets turned into brain b r a i n. Whatever. That even makes sense. Onto the pod. On I don't know if you're allowed to pass on this show, Brian. Well, Scott, what? Oh. What? Yes. Anyways, international names, oftentimes. Yeah, and it's it was refreshing yesterday to see Arlo White on Twitter explaining that uh, he had a a pronunciation quandary. Sure. Uh, regarding one young Jonathan Caleri, new signing for West Ham. And and listen, guys, believe it or not, I didn't even bring it up. Can you, believe, can you believe that, Brian? I can barely believe it. Dave infamously fighting with Lee Dixon on Twitter a couple of weeks ago over De Bruyne versus De Bruyne. I, I, uh, they stuck with De Bruyne, they by did, the way. They did, I noticed. Yeah. That yeah. Lee Dixon and Arlo White did the City West Ham game this past weekend, and I definitely was like... I was waiting on the edge of my seat. For I was kind of hoping for like a, a like a funny comment or like some sort of inside joke. Just no, I got nothing. Yeah, that's all right. You know, listen, it's baby steps. I'm sure. Listen, he Lee Dixon, and I believe him at his word. He said he was going to check it again with his staff. So yep. maybe, uh, listen, maybe they checked it out and and they found out that they're going to stick with De Bruyne. Well, maybe, maybe, just maybe, we started a. Maybe they talk to their staff and say, hey, listen, 
We don't want other people questioning our pronunciations. So how about we check them all? A rising tide right? raises all ships, Brian. That's what they say. Yeah. Yep. And that uh, sounds like a really good expression to talk about Lee Dixon. Sure. <laughs> sure. So I, I think we should take. To credit. be fair, he is following the. According to him, he his response to you is that he is following the NBC pronunciation guide. That's right. Uh, we just happen to believe that the true Flemish pronunciation is more of a De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to know. Uh, more about that. Listen to Derek Ray during the Euros in the summer. He he said De Bruyne did, during yeah, sure. Belgium. Belgium because he actually it's... probably did the research and did it right. Easy, easy. Wow. We love had Lee Dixon. Lee Dixon already no, probably not... had to withhold <laughs> sending people after <laughs> Lee you Dixon has per- a lot going person. on. He's a fellow Arsenal guy. I like Lee Dixon, and he probably is trusting in his staff. I just think that there might be some staff members who are incorrect. Anyways. We will never, we'll never be able to interview Lee Dixon on this show. Yes, we will. You, we will. At some point, we will. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> it might be 10 years from now, but we will. I might have to call it sick. <laughs> all right. We will get to all 10, well, maybe nine and a half sure. of this past weekend's matches in the Premier League. Nine and a half is them. generous. Nine and a half is generous. Nine and three two two quarters. <laughs> Uh, yep, that's right. <laughs> Some of that American math there. Uh, we're going to get to all nine plus Premier League matches from this past weekend, uh, covering them in only the way that we can. We've got a couple of your favorite segments. Dave's got a probably much happier Arsenal moment for us this week. Brian's going to let us know how to say someone who made his debut uh, this past weekend as well. And of course, we will give you all the fa- uh, fantasy, excuse me, the fantasy, fantasy soccer advice. That you might possibly need. So without any further ado, let's get on to the matches, gentlemen. On to the matches. Tottenham 1. Liverpool 1. James Milner getting the penalty kick goal, only to have it canceled out by Danny Rose. Annoying result. Not really. Well, a little bit. Scott, you said... If the Spurs, you said it prior to Danny Rose scoring his goal. It's about 70, 65 minutes in. I said, if, if, you if Liverpool your, don't get three points from this, it'll be a travesty. I did say that. You jinxed your team. Yep, true. Shortly after saying what you said, Danny Rose scores the equalizer. Can you give us Can you give us some of your fan perspective before you do Tottenham, a fantasy analysis? Yeah, fan perspective. Tottenham, uh, they, they came on in the last 20, 25 minutes and, and made it... F- feel like a little bit of a fair result, although it was a better draw for Tottenham than it was for Liverpool. I agree. Uh, fan, fan feelings. Uh, you know, I'm sticking to my statistics. I'm, I'm wrapping up in a blanket of math, <laughs> and I'm telling you that there are not a lot of clubs who are going to go to Tottenham, to Burnley, to Arsenal, and come away from those three away matches with four points. Liverpool did, Okay. so I feel okay. I do feel like we gave something away. I watched after this match, since it was the first one, I had the benefit, the, the benefit, the pleasure, and I hope you hear the sarcasm dripping out of that word, the pleasure of watching Chelsea and United and City play their matches after mm-hmm. our match. And they went on and took care of business. Uh, United left it late, but they all took care of business. And I'm very frustrated at the inability of Liverpool to do what those clubs are doing. That, that, the tough mental, uh, that just that characteristic that says we're going to get three points and we are going to challenge for the title because we're getting three points, as opposed to, 
oh, we'll give one up late. We'll get we'll get the point. We'll be satisfied mm-hmm. with that. I'm very frustrated that that is where things are right now, but it's still early. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep my emotions in check. Scott, that's a really good point though about your th- you know Liverpool is uh, the Premier League schedule was generous to their home stadium because they were having renovations done, right. and that's why they started the season with three away games, and then they go into the two-week international break. So it bought it bought Anfield, you know, where Liverpool play, time to to finish their stadium. So, it's a, you know, last week you kind of took a bath in math yep. and, and kind of justified the result lost to Burnley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're probably still correct in, the fa- in, in saying, hey, away games to Arsenal, Burnley, and Tottenham, when we got four points out of it. It's pretty solid, especially when you look at the fact that those all are away games, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's gonna. It's not a yeah. horrible way to look at it. They're um, the <clears throat> they're the first team to play their first three games away since Chelsea and Bolton did it in 1997. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of home matches to come. Sure. And it's it's gonna be helpful. And Anfield, listen, Anfield is magical at times mm. as an Arsenal fan I've been on the wrong end of some of Anfield's magic uh, as <laughs> wins are stolen away from us or wins are you know draws wins turns into draws and draws turns into losses but uh, anyways I think you know at the end of the day even though Liverpool were the better team I believe that day yeah it's not a bad result no, what is a little disappointing, a little, little worrisome is the uh, relationship between Sturridge and our manager, Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, I wish we had, there was a segment called, hey, Scott, Daniel Sturridge, what gives? <laughs> <laughs> we could probably do that. It's becoming a weekly thing at this point. I don't know, man. So he came out publicly saying he wants to play center forward. That's his best position. And then he proceeded to sit on the bench and watch his... Tuvakarigi gets subbed in ahead of him. He comes on with three minutes to go. Isn't in my that mind, a little that embarrassing? A that was a statement. That was a statement substitution. Isn't that a little bit embarrassing, Brian? When you get subbed in, like with three minutes left, and you're normally like yep. the starter. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a slap in the face. Yeah, it totally was. I, it, he was Jurgen Klopp was making a statement, and uh, and we'll see if it works. I don't think he's getting sold this week. Uh, prior to the closing of the transfer window on Wednesday, but I... Who's the Liverpool locker room dad who needs to mend this relationship? Steven Gerrard, but he's in Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, James Milner, maybe? I was going to say James Milner. Uh, Klopp says... And that's this fine. is the yeah it's my yeah. favorite part of all of it's it's the best part of sports is the is all of the the mental gymnastics that are going on that's behind all of the things that are happening that's on the word. field but he said no it was tactical daniel is a wonderfully skilled player mm-hmm. he has a regular role to play for us i can only pick but i can only pick 11 people to play and this was just a this was a tactical decision based on what we needed to do against the Spurs. Okay, if you get to the point as a player when your manager says we only have eleven people to play, that pretty much means you're not one of them. Hmm. So the best where part, are you going to fit in? I'm really happy that we have him. He will play and he will score and all will be good. That is like let's hope so. That is Ranieri like in its 
optimism, also, but it seems fake. <laughs> maybe Klopp is just realizing that, hey, if we play Sturridge over 15 minutes a game, he gets hurt. Mm. He's just playing the last 10 minutes of the game. He's resting him for, for Sam Allardyce in England. That's what it was. Uh, you know, it's funny. Right now in fantasy, though, all of the value is coming from the midfield for Liverpool. Uh, you're not getting anything from Daniel Sturridge. You're not getting anything from, anything from Divock Origi. All the goals, all the assists are coming from the midfield. That's where the value is in fantasy soccer. Yeah, but how do you, who do you play? Listen, after the first game against Arsenal, and, and we'll see this now. Listen, everyone's played three games. And so everyone kind of has one good game or such in, in the first couple games. Coutinho's the leading scorer with, with 19 points. But, I mean, his scores the first game against Arsenal, 15 and then two and two the last mm-hmm. two weeks. Yeah, you know Milner zero the first week, two last week, and ten this week. The I'll... issue with Milner is is he's playing out of position too. He's yeah. not going to get forward. The, the penalty kick obviously sure. gave him the ability to put some points up for fantasy. Yeah, but by playing left back for Liverpool, which isn't going to change unless they do sign someone unexpectedly in the next couple of days. Uh, that means he's going to be playing in the back four for the How majority. How fast of the year. would you? A couple own of him. days, meaning today or tomorrow. Correct. How yes. fast would you own him if he was defense eligible? Would you own him? If he, yes. No, I wouldn't simply because they, I mean, they only gave up one to Tottenham. That's <laughs> they, uh, the Liverpool defense is pretty poor uh, on the whole. They have yet to find the stability back there that they need. Last year, listen, I would have said only giving up one goal against Tottenham would be good. Mm-hmm. And Tottenham, uh, yeah. something's not right there, Brian. I, I mean, agree. Let's, uh, let's talk speaking of James, well, first, James Milner, can you just give a, a shout-out to the streak of not losing whenever he scores? Yeah. Unbelievable. What's that, what's that streak? Unbelievable streak. 42 matches now. 42 matches. 42. The where team that Milner has, plays for. When Milner scores, he is now 34-8-0. 34 wins. Well, eight. I guess it would be 0-8. I guess yeah. however you read the draws. Sure. 34 wins, 8 draws, 0 losses in 42 matches that James Milner scored. Why, hey, hey, why isn't Milner playing striker? <laughs> yeah. Let's give Milner the chance. Which, which, by the way, <laughs> hey, don't poo-poo that. One thing I always appreciate, appreciated about James Milner at City, he played striker, he played yeah. defense, he, can play and he played midfield. He literally played anywhere. Yep. Eight straight now for the Spurs, no win against Liverpool. So you you and the concern obviously with Tottenham is still with Harry Kane. Yeah, it Very is. Very little again this past week. And or Erickson, someone and Christian Erickson, number one. Yeah, midfielder? it's not it's not it's not clicking yet for them. It's like the, a bunch of guys still don't quite know how to play their role again this year. Even though they haven't had hardly any new additions. Yeah, Vincent Janssen. Janssen, and that's what uh, well, I mean. I Winyama. know for sure. Sh- well, that's I know true. for sure that they were. I mean, I think it was all of the the studio and NBC Sports Network, between, like halftime and then after the game, kind of agreeing. Like, you've changed things to the point that you've pulled your obvious best guy out of his normal role, in, and in, now no one really knows what. It feels like no one really knows what to do. Harry, it does, yeah, it does Harry, Kane, that out Harry of his... Kane, yeah, that Harry Kane uh, kind of playing back a little bit, it kind of changes everything about them, and now everyone seems out of sorts. Erickson missed, a, not a, it wasn't a wide open shot, but he blasted one that was pretty yep. 
it was a clear a clearly good shot yeah that's right it's it's fascinating because you're right it's just it's just uh it seems like a, something is missing and maybe that something is Musa Dembele uh I noticed uh courtesy of BBC uh, they pointed out that Harry Kane has scored 24 goals in 27 games when he's playing with Musa Dembele and only one in 12 without him I love that stat, Scott. It also could be that Harry Kane has never scored in August. Isn't that fascinating? Amazing. So to me, that says there is concern without Dembele, but you didn't pick up Harry Kane and start him so that he would do well for you in the month of August. His season, he's no different than me. His, his, is that, his is that what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I just he, Harry caned my way through fantasy <laughs> soccer. That's what happened here. You, you, haven't, you don't September. start till after the that's, international break? That's right. Harry that's Kane right. doesn't start playing until after he's done watching the Olympics. <laughs> Listen, what's, he's not Maybe weird he's catching up on way. Olympics in August from previous Olympics. It's all piled up on his DVR. What, yeah. is, what is Musa Dembele's injury status? You know, I was looking into that, and I don't know. <laughs> Sure. He got hurt back in June. Kind of wish I wouldn't have brought that up. And uh, we'll cut that. Yeah. Well, we can for, effort that for for Liverpool midfield. I'm not. I. I this is why I, I wanted to rank them all in one big cluster somewhere right. in the middle of the ta- like in the middle somewhere because the, everyone's really good. It just seems like there's too many. Coutinho's the obvious own. I think Firmino is the better, the better guy of all of, prob- of all of those people. But it's all. I mean, it just seems like it could all. It Where could was Mane cluster. this past week? I mean, he offside. Yeah, <laughs> is that where he stayed? But he was. But he. I mean, he scored. He was a foot offside. If that. But it didn't count. Firmino. I mean, he five, scored, but it five didn't chances count. created. I have no idea how Coutinho doesn't score on that early on that, that early so on that early shot. Three of the five chances that Firmino created were in the penalty box. Yeah. Coutinho, fifteen shots on goal for yeah. the season, most yeah. in the Premier League. But he gets subbed off. Doesn't play the. F- I mean, he. It was. I was surprised. I mean, he even played. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Well, listen. Um, I Next, know they play at home to Leicester. It's never good when Eric Lamella is your leading scorer, fantasy wise, in your midfield. And that's what's going on with Tottenham. Lamella, nine, three, and seven. Listen, I don't know what's going on with his eyes. I think he likes eyeliner. It almost feels like he puts on a little bit of makeup or something. Is he in a band? Maybe. Have we, have we established whether he's in a band? He definitely has a stylish hair. He always. But but what is his deal like? So I feel like he always has some eye makeup on, but he tries to gouge out other people's eyes. Yeah, he right? did go for eyes. He went he went for Lovren's eyes. He literally tried to gouge his eyes out. Is that crazy? Or I mean, am I crazy? Or am I did? <clears throat> it's sure, sure seen that way. I just wanted to interject here and say that we're idiots, sure. forgetting that Dembele is suspended for his violent conduct at the end of oh, last yeah. year. He'll be back on September 18th. Is that from the Chelsea game? Yeah. 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 You want to insert that earlier ball. in the show? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Should we go back? God bless. <laughs> Should we go back? <laughs> it's uh, sometimes sometimes you just, you're just not good. <laughs> we just missed that. We all forgot that one. That's all right. That's okay. Can we take our mulligan here? Sure. All right. Take it. Let's okay. go to the next match. <laughs> Chelsea three, <laughs> Burnley nil. 
well, this is more like it, yeah. Eden Hazard, Willian, and Victor Moses putting in the goals for Chelsea. Eden Hazard is officially back. Can we he just is, state that? Well, I, honestly, he's been there all season, so yeah. for the most part. But he is back as a player. We kind of referenced this anyways going into the season. We thought that like if he gets the the comeback player of the year, that really should have happened. You because, called that. I was because hoping he should have never because he shouldn't have never gotten. He should have had six. He should have had six goals in this game. What he, it means is, what kind of voodoo powers does Jose Mourinho have to make no, him disappear? No, what kind of last healing year? powers does Doctor Ava Carnevero have? <laughs> Carnero. Carnero. Carnero's disease. Whatever. Remember that? Sure, exactly. That's great. Sure. sure. That's that's the question. Uh, per the Premier League, now six goals for Hazard in his last eight matches. He had six goals in the forty-four matches prior to that. Amazing, amazing, amazing. He is Hazard. The last fantasy-wise, the last three weeks, ten, four, and eleven. Hmm. He is, in my opinion, and he's he's not expensive at a ten point two for those numbers, respectively. Um, he's a must own. In your lineups, considering you could have started the season barely spending more for him than you did for Riyad Mahrez, hmm. yeah, uh, and we'll get to Mahrez. No, we won't. Um, <laughs> no, seven shots in the match, three blocked, three on target. He had twelve touches in the penalty area. I mean, this was just like he was just dominant. This is what you would expect from Chelsea versus Burnley. I mean, it, the, the best yes. players came yep. in and, and dominated over a newly promoted club. Yeah. Hey, Scott. Yeah. Was this a Burnley team that played Liverpool last week? Well, they had a little bit more possession, so no. This week? <laughs> I think this they had something they had like 42% possession as yes. opposed to the yeah. 19%. Ryan, 60, 40. we said yeah. this before. Sometimes you don't want them. You know, sometimes you can have too much possession, even at 40%. They uh, they were very successful with their 20% last... No, no, their 19.6%. Yeah, it was a... It was just Against under 20. Liverpool. Chelsea was prepared for their counterattack, shut it down. Uh, Burnley looking a little bit slower, and uh, they weren't able to uh, to make those those counters work for them. Chelsea, in turn, made their chances. They, they, Chelsea they got has, them in. <laughs> listen, Chelsea, line. the first two weeks did not look good. They looked really good this week. If yeah. they continue to look like that, they're going to make a title run. And now, it also, again, could be the fact of of their their first three games before the international break that they're they're softer. We'll we'll find out pretty quick because it, coming back off the break they play Liverpool and Arsenal within two of the next three weeks. Uh, nice. Once they get back, they're they're Chelsea's at Swansea, home to Liverpool at Arsenal coming off the break. So we'll find out we'll find out pretty quickly. I th- we we all know that they're a good team. You look at their roster, they they have a very good team. It's just for some reason. As Brian mentioned earlier, the weird voodoo that, that hexed them last year on some level uh, doesn't seem to be carrying over this nope. year. They still haven't reinforced that defense, though, and I think uh, that that's going to get exposed if they don't do something. I know that Conte has been very public about saying that they're trying. He is scouring Italy for for its best defenders to try to bring them in. So far, it hasn't Miazga. Really worked out. Well, yeah. He scoured America for – it wasn't him that signed him, but uh, you scour America, and the best you can find is Matt Miazga at this point. <laughs> uh, Dave, your guy, Billy Bob Heaton. Tom Heaton. Tom Heaton. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, I like Billy Bob for a new hey. guy. Six saves. Yeah. So it's still a decent day despite conceding three. Everyone else for Burnley, 
don't even talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> no, there isn't anybody else. Gray, grayer Vokes, maybe as your like third striker, but but Heaton is definitely worth the second. Uh, listen, there, there could be better days for Burnley. Mm-hmm. This was just a bad day. But Tom Heaton, in his doing his best, Hergilio Gomez from last year. Mm-hmm. I know, uh, I know and I he's going to do, and he it. is going to do that a lot because if if the first three matches are any indication, <laughs> Burnley's going to be conceding a lot of shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're already the, giving up the most shots yeah. in the penalty area. Six saves per game, average for him so far. That's two extra points because three average of three point three shots per game conceded in the penalty area so far. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, the guy's going to be busy. Listen, for fantasy purposes, when he gets a clean sheet, let's say he gets a clean sheet every third game, maybe that maybe not, maybe that's too generous. But when you couple that with the saves that he's making. That is a good fantasy own at four at four and a half billion dollars. Do you think Burnley can really get ten clean sheets on the season? Yeah, I think it's possible. Uh, you know, they play ten to Hull. eleven almost. Out of th- maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think so. It's definitely doable. They're they're going to play a they lot of eight? low scoring matches with lower table, mid table sides. They've Ryan, got West they, Brom they, twice still. That's so true. It's true. They are. They already have you one. Make, you kind of have two. <laughs> You have two bent. Somehow, uh, the, 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 the Liverpool, that doesn't even yep, make Yeah, absolutely. No, I think they can. Again, they've got a big match coming up right after the international break against Hull. I think that's going to be a, that's an important one for both clubs. Uh, I know on paper it looks like Hull should win that one, but that, that's a match between two newly promoted sides, which uh, those are always, uh, they, they'll, they feel like six-pointers no matter when they're played. Sure. Lester hopped into the time machine to beat Swansea two to one. Goals from Vardy and Wes Morgan. Yeah, in your face, Dave. In my face. Vardy's the, goal. Can we talk about that real the quick? The title defense begins now. I yep. mean, it looked like the type of win they won on the way to the title last year. In the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> Seriously. Drink water, his pass on the counter to Vardy yeah, that led perfect. to the Vardy goal was vintage 2015. Wes Morgan heading it in off a set piece. I mean, this is how they it was, win. I think assist goes to Hooth's shoulder mm-hmm. on that one. Off on Morgan's goal. Yeah. Should should have, but it didn't count. Not even Hooth. What's next? So technically, <laughs> the pronunciation should be Hoot. Uh, wow. I saw that on Twitter, too. I don't know. Let's check the NBC pronunciation, pronunciation guide. guide. Good call, Brian. A uh, Arlo White's Twitter feed. So Schmeichel goes off injured. He does. Uh, yeah, he had one uh, incident where he played the ball and, and ended up going off. Turns out he was already planning to have hernia surgery uh, this past Monday, sure. day, a couple days following the match, and uh, he just realized, yeah, I can't really go. So a, a previously scheduled surgery, apparently no time missed in the league. Well, He'll be good. back. That just doesn't sound right. doesn't. I feel like anytime you get cut open on some level that you should miss more than two weeks, but maybe it's, you know, Listen, maybe Lester has some super healing powers. That's how they keep everyone healthy and not injured. Uh, Lester's in the transfer market, by the way. Again. Rumors, yeah. Rumors that they're raiding Sporting Lisbon from a couple players. So, uh, yeah. 
So well, we'll, they got a favorable draw in the Champions League. They actually they have a chance to advance. They've gotten a better draw. I think we. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember if we referenced that or not, but their draw in the Champions League could not be better. Yeah, they actually could advance. I didn't give them much credit to do so before knowing what the after draw would be. After seeing that, though, but after you have seeing, to yes, feel like that they have. They a have chance. a shot. They have yeah, a shot. I agree. Uh, Swansea, uh, Leroy Fair again scoring yeah. again. Listen, Leroy Fur. Other than 2014-15, when he scored six goals. 2014-15, Leroy Fur scored six goals for, for Queens Park Rangers. But listen, ever Queens since Park then, Raisins, Queens Say Park Raisins. Right. Listen, he played for the in, in the Dutch league. There, I can never say this right. The Eredivisie, Scott, is that Eredivisie? Eredivisie, thank you. Which, listen, there's a couple years where he had he had like uh, double digit goals. But other than that. This guy either scores like zero, two, or maybe four goals per season. He two two games into the season, we have three or three games into the season. Excuse me, we have two goals. Yeah. From Leroy Fur, what should be made of this? We should make some coffee. Are we out of coffee already? <laughs> no, I just uh, <laughs> Brian, I was predisposed. <laughs> Brian was uh. Let's put a you, you, it was a great build-up to your question. Excellent, excellent so, stats and analysis. Let me just say this. Uh, what do we make from this? I don't know. Swansea are not good right now. No, they are, they are not. not good. They are not good at all. Where's Gilfie? Sigurdsson? Where's Gilfie? Gilfie played the full 90 last or two weeks ago. Yeah. And then this and then this past week he plays 58. One, two, and one points. Mm-hmm. He rested the first he barely he only played games. like twenty minutes the first match. Like he only he was he was a late sub, didn't play the whole time. Was kind of optimistic, like, hey, maybe he's gonna come back, plays the full full match week match two, and then this week doesn't he gets subbed off. I don't know. Swansea doesn't. They look terrible. I can't remember which one of you, but one of you had Fabianski pretty high in their goalkeeper rank. I was, yeah, I had him in like ninth or tenth. Yeah, uh, I didn't because have, he'd get lots. I of did saves. not have him in my top ten. But Scott, to your credit, nineteen points, eight, one, and ten in this mm-hmm. first three games. It's pretty impressive. Thank you. Why did he get ten this game? Because he saved a PK. Yes, and he From had a lot Ray of Mares. And Mares yeah. on Mares. Who uh, obviously lost points for that missed PK. Uh, real quick though, back to Swansea. Uh, Sigurdsson's not on his game. He did hit one off the bar. Yeah. Uh, he came close on one chance. Uh, maybe showing signs that he's coming around. It could still be Euro Iceland hangover. You never know. Yeah. Uh, you could definitely see that coming if that was the case. Uh, you could predict that that would happen. Uh, they had such a magical summer in that tournament. But uh, right now, all of the offense is coming through Leroy Fur. And uh, and so do you, do you honestly, hey, you know what? I, it, if you are in need of someone in the midfield, there's no reason why you don't go out and you buy him and keep him for the month of September. If he cools off and doesn't do it anymore for the next two, three, four matches, fine. Make him your transfer again in a month. Uh, if you have that luxury, he's not a bad person to go pick up. I, See there, how long this magic there, there's no way lasts. Leroy Fur for me, fits into the same category that Wanyama fits into. The same category that Etienne Capu fits into is guys who have gotten goals in the first three games and that not are real. not that are not career goal scores. Yeah. And in my opinion, yes, you can add them, but don't expect them. Don't expect this sort of success. Fur in his first, you know, three games, eleven, three, and six points respectively. Yeah. Don't expect that, in my opinion, to continue. Now, 
they might, you know, be starters and get your average points, but don't expect that to, in my opinion, like, like I said, to get you above average points with goals with those types of players. Mares, so long. What? I don't know. Three PK misses in his last four PK attempts. He missed he two. He can't last... possibly be taking them anymore. It has to go. It'll, it has, has to go, to to go back to Vardy. Mares started last year taking the PKs. He missed two. Uh, they went to Vardy the rest of the year. I agree with you. I don't think he takes another one. But it has to go to Vardy. Unless they're already up by three. <laughs> they're three nil. Maybe he yeah. can practice. Maybe. But maybe. it just there's no way he's gonna do that and and I mean maybe if they've corrected a little bit on what they're doing. I mean he he can go back like he's it does it doesn't change how good he actually is on the field, but I just I mean He's expensive, and he's uh, he's, he's going to lose his PK. He's not game. top five right now, like he was last year. No, not even close. And I, and, and I want to say this. I think this probably has something more to do with Mares looking bad. We will never be able to know this for sure, but this is really interesting. Mares and Eden Hazard play the same position. Hmm. They both play on the right wing. What's the – Mares looked player of the year last year. Yeah. Who was behind him in Golo Conte? Who's behind Eden Hazard this year in Golo Conte? Hmm. I guarantee you cannot underestimate the difference in that one guy, and he'll never show up on the fantasy sheets. In Golo Conte, and now all of a sudden Eden Hazard is a world beater, like Mares was last year. I'm just telling you, I, I bet and wonder. In Golo Conte might be the most important person right now on Chelsea's team. It's fascinating. And in three matches... In that role, Leicester have had three different guys. Andy King, then Paulus Mendy, and then this past week, Daniel Amarty. So there's no consistency in that role. It's an interesting point, Dave. I like it. Uh, Swansea, just as a just as a look ahead, they play home to Chelsea next, yep. next match. Then they play Southampton, Man City, Liverpool, and Arsenal after that. Swansea is relegated. <laughs> they're going to get you're relegated right, after right. the Arsenal match. It's listen when you don't take listen they're not going to take many points in those games, and when you when you dig that big of a hole, done. That's really tough. Not done, done, but that's pretty done. Ryan, the they were done thing, at the end of last year and were lucky that they had early points. Yeah, Gilfie. They barely skated by. Yeah, Gilfie saved year. Gilfie's goals, and without Gilfie this year, which they haven't had, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe they're on the. The oh, relegation. Man. The they, one thing they look bad. The one thing we can give Swansea fans to cling to is that their biggest signing of the summer so far, Boria Bastone, has not yet started up front for them. He could bring them the goals that they need to to be this year's Gilfie, if Gilfie won't be this year's Gilfie, and perhaps help them uh, s- save some points so that they can avoid that relegation at the end of the season. So let's see what Bastone does for them. I'm curious enough about his performance. Uh, he's kind of, once he gets in there, I'm going to watch him for a couple of weeks because he's a guy that could end up on my bench before September ends. Everton won, Stoke nil. This is one where you're like, you watch the match, you're like, yeah, of course, Everton, they deserve the points. But how they got them mm-hmm. felt unfair. An own goal off of a Leighton Baines penalty kick. Leighton Baines owners. 
Yeah, annoying. Bothered. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, he missed Goodbye it. He, he straight up missed it. Off of yeah. off of the post, comes back, hits Shea Given in the back of the head, and goes into the net, and it's called a Shea Given own goal. So Shea insane. Given had a great match, too. Yeah, he did. It's sad that he had to give up those own goal, uh, that own goal in this match. Hey, Everton's in fourth. They're good. Yeah, they Can are. Can we talk about this? Everton has dropped two points in their first nine they have seven points after first three matches. Their next three games at Sunderland, Middlesbrough, Burnmouth. Top of the table, Everton? Question mark? That's not unreasonable. No, it's not. <laughs> Six agree. games into the season. And here's the other thing, too, right? So if they can bank those points, even if they go through some some you know rough waters, whatever you want to call it after that, uh, those points... Those types of points can carry you, man, and they can build momentum. And this is the other thing. Seven out of nine points in the first three games, pretty much without Lukaku, which yep. he played 90 minutes this past week. He's but showing signs of coming around, but he has not gotten – he's no, not arrived yet. They're arguably their best defender, Ashley Williams, is just, just starting, starting to, play. to get back mm-hmm. in. Tell me about it. Along with Balassi. So I'm just saying – Barkley is in there. Morales is looking lively. If you're an Everton fan, you – could not ask for a better start. Yep. And Ronald Koeman's teams aren't teams that fade in the year. They nope. technically get stronger. Yep. That's the history of, of him managing teams. So this will be interesting to watch. I think Lukaku, I'm not saying buy him, but if there's a time to buy him, buy now low, right? might be the time to buy him. Yeah. Four shots in the match, 13 touches in the penalty area. Came really close to scoring a goal. He's only nine dollars. Yeah, that's but, not... I mean, but he's only and he's not owned that much. I mean, I know like it just seems like this would be a, a time. No, you're right. He's gonna be first going into that schedule again, assuming he's not sold, which doesn't look like he's gonna be sold at, at all. No, he's committed. so going into that schedule. He's you're right, Brian. Great point. His value at nine will like. This is a buy time. Like a lot of people yeah. bought Ross Barkley after his, you know, probably after the first week where it looked like he was completely different. Like I, I, sure. I was, you know, I was in on Leighton Baines from right. the beginning, yeah. but I just feel like he's the guy that was, it was so iffy. Is he even going to be here? Is Chelsea going to buy him? Is he going to, you know, he doesn't, it doesn't seem like he wants to be there. And now that they're, at least for now, a legitimate contender just seems like if he engages in this and goes yeah. back to what he did last year, he would be he would be the value of the entire year. Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. Stoke looking a little rough, just two points on the year. At, at this point, I'm not sure how you're owning any Stoke player. We kind of referenced that last week. Yeah, man, they're struggling. Agreed. They're struggling. Uh, I thought this was weird. A Stoke note. A new segment we like to call Stoke, Stoke Noakes. Put those together and you can call it a stone. A stunt. A stunt. Stoke, seven clean sheets in the 11 matches last season that Ryan Shawcross and Philip Volscheidt played the full 90 minutes together. Say that again, seven? In the seven... Uh, they play in the eleven matches yeah. that Ryan Shawcross and Philip Volscheidt right. played the full ninety minutes together. Sure. sure. Wait. They who, had who, who played Philip Volscheidt 
It's excellent. Seven Philip, out of eleven. Philip Volscheid and Ryan Shawcross <laughs> played eleven matches together yeah. last season. Yeah. In seven of those matches, Stoke kept a clean sheet. Wow. They're probably not going to play together at all this season because it looks like Volscheid might not be there after much longer. Mm. But just a reminder that Stoke, for a while last season, had a really good defense. Mm. Oh, and this season, yeah, sure. they look terrible. Like Volscheid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is exactly <laughs> right. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Boyan, expendable guy. If you can lose your starting job to Peter Crouch at any moment, <sighs> I mean, you are not a key part of your team's success. And the, and I know from the Premier League themselves, the, uh, the question is, if, you can, if you're going to lose your starting job to Peter Crouch, does that also mean that you don't need to be taking the penalties? Mm. So the so the thought was that possibly it goes back to Marco. Well, if Boyan's out of the thing. It's I love Marco Arnautovic, and the guy's time is coming. It has to. He's really good. Are you? I mean, are you owning him right now, though? Mm. I mean, you need to wait till you see something, I right? I don't know. I mean, his value's continuing to drop. I'd wait till it bottoms out. Wait till he does something. I don't know. If I'm going to own him. Yeah, I'm avoiding Stoke altogether at this point. Here's an entertaining match. Crystal Palace, one. Bournemouth, one. The goals coming from Josh King and Scott Dan. Of course they did. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure last week Brian sounded like this. Josh King was looked fine, yeah. but... What are you going to do? You're going to own him? You're going to put him in your lineup? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Brian, right? Brian, yeah. what the? <laughs> yeah. Brian, what the? I mean, go ahead. It's, it's, can it's I, wait, can I, can I just say the joke is not entirely on Brian because I did buy, I owned Josh King this past week and left him on my bench. Oh, Scott. Scott, you had... What I had the could best only bench. amount to be such a frustrating, annoying fantasy week. I've already your mentally bench, quit on fantasy soccer your this year. Bench <laughs> outscored pretty much your entire starting lineup. It almost did. Your bench demolished scoring yep. this yep. week, it and it great. got you nothing because you didn't play bench boost, which means it counts, you know, all your team. But yep. man, that stinks. Look, it's not because there was never a point where I said Josh King is. It's a fluke, or you shouldn't yeah. own the guy. I'm just. It was more of a dare. Sure. Do you? Are you really going like, to? Are you really yeah, sure. going to go buy that guy? Like, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to own Josh King? If you're going <laughs> to own him, own him. Right. Do what Scott did. Own the guy. Right. I'm just saying. I think that most people looking at at <laughs> Beer and Malth, that they are Be- not. They are not going to rush out to grab anybody. No, I know. Because how I many know. people would have started this season with Callum Wilson? Sure. Everybody talked about Callum yeah, Wilson. Yeah, he hasn't done season. anything. Any of the defenders, any of the midfield, everybody looked terrible because I'm, they are not. I'm not owning anyone from from Burnmouth. And last year there was a lot of ownable players there, and there's just not this year. There's like no one. I'm not. Listen, clicked. just because Josh King scored this week, what am I going to do? Go own him 
No, I'm going to count that as fluke. Uh, you're going to drop everyone on the defense, including Charlie Daniels, who who fouled. Who did he foul to get Kabai the, the penalty kick? It was his foul though, yeah. that led to the to Kabai's missed PK. There's no way that dude's taking another penalty kick. Either. He is a head case right now. He is inside his head and needs something good to happen or else we're going to lose him forever. Would uh, I definitely don't care if we we lose goodbye forever <laughs> but you know <laughs> i will say sure, this sure his wife probably wouldn't scott dan continues to be a very ownable defender six goals now uh in this calendar year most of any defender in the premier league yeah. i mean he's a guy that you own not just because he provides defensive value palace isn't terrible they're not great but they're not terrible in defense but he's putting goals in on set pieces yeah he is um, what I was going to say about after the penalty kick thing with Kabai, the speculation also that uh, Benteke could take over as, yeah, as sure. the PK taker. Sure. For Speaking Crystal of, Palace. that's a great segue. He made his debut for Crystal Palace this past week. Yeah, I think I'm buying him. You think you're buying Christian Benteke? I what? Am. But see, I didn't, I didn't see anything in this match that told me he's going to be anything other than Liverpool Benteke. I saw I saw them try a lot. You want him to be Villa. Delivered Benteke, a lot of right? service, but he looked like Liverpool Benteke. Now, it, in fairness, first match with his new club, it, they need time together, uh, and and so it could come. But I didn't see anything to make me think that that anything's changed. It's just that he's barely more expensive than guys like Shane Long and Andy Carroll, even after bombing for those those guys the first yeah. three weeks. Scott, when we started this match, you said it was a really exciting match. It was fun to watch. Tell me, tell tell me why. I mean, listen, Palace did have twenty four shots, five on target, so there mm-hmm. was a lot of action there. Ten corners, so a lot yep. of set pieces. Yeah, that's, they that's were when all Dan attack scored, in the second half. That's when Dan yep. scored his goal. But Bournemouth was the same way in the first half. They were looking lively. Obviously, Josh King put his goal in during that time. Uh, it was really a tale of two halves, and and Palace took after halftime. They took over, and uh, and Bournemouth was just trying to hold on. And it was fun. The crowd was lively as they usually are at Selhurst Park. In fact, at the end, the electronic um, sign yeah, signage, sure. the you know the, the banner around. I don't know what they call it, but that you know the yeah. the, the thing around the whole stadium said up the palace oh huh yeah wow. yeah in in the cherry's face right exactly wow. and i ser- i've been searching it for the last two days i can't find anything to say that that's a typical slogan for them sure oh man which can only mean that they were Some rubbing that in the cherry's face <laughs> seriously wow. some public trolling <laughs> which is weird for a team that hasn't won since last november <laughs> i mean that is like that is an odd thing to throw at, at your opponent. You know someone, so Oh, my. Barnmouth, Bournemouth. How's that? You got it. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, their next three games. Yeah. West Brom, mm-hmm. at City, okay. Everton. They're going to score one goal in the next three matches. They're in trouble, man. They're, they're in, they, them and Swansea will be in the bottom of the table. Hmm. Um. Remember the Burnley stat about shots in the penalty area from just a little bit ago? Yeah, we sure. talked about it just a couple minutes ago. Yeah, sure. Guess who's second on the list so far? Mm. Shots conceded in the penalty area. Mm. Bournemouth. Yeah. Beer and mouth. Beer and mouth. Doesn't surprise me. Townsend for Palace hasn't done much. No. But keep your eye on him. 
I don't think his value is going to drop much because I think it's probably already at the seller at 6.5. I think that's someone whose value could increase, but you're going to have to show me first. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just when you oh, start. Uh, also for the uh, cherries and swans, just to just to put put the last nail in their coffins. The cherries and the swans have both allowed nine big chances or clear cut scoring chances. Mm. They've already allowed nine through the first three matches. It's it's the t- they are the most in the Premier League. They're getting killed. <laughs> yeah. You, so, yeah. If you're if you're on the other end of Brian saying you're getting killed, it's just not. Good. Josh King, you hear that? Josh <laughs> King, they're coming for you. You can score all you want. No, Josh King's good. He's nice. He's a nice bloke. I like yeah, Josh. He's King. a nice bloke. Southampton one, Sunderland one. Jay Rodriguez in his audition for other clubs. Where's that? Where's that guy been? <laughs> Jermaine Defoe with a penalty kick for Southampton. He was on the bench until the 83rd minute or something. I feel like Jay Rodriguez about four years ago was a really good fan. He was play. a stud. And then he's gone into hibernation, and all of a sudden has reappeared for Southampton again. Just Maybe. in time to be sold. Rodriguez, of course, Spanish for bear. That's not true. <laughs> true. We would have, have a hibernation. Oh, yeah, That's sure. all, David. Oh, nice. <laughs> Toddich, Brian, we, you and I have touted I love Toddich. I know, but what has he done? Not a thing. We, I like him too, but he hasn't done anything. I mean, I, I think we need to listen when we sometimes we get credit for our good calls. I don't know if this is a bad call. I don't know what to make of this yet. I think we all kind of thought Shane Long would do better than he's done as well. Yeah. Shane Long hasn't done anything. They really seem to miss. He didn't even start. Well, no, he didn't. Charlie Austin started this time. Yeah. It's, they're searching for something, but and now why? they've signed another striker. Yes, they have. Which is going to make it even harder for Shane Long. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Shane Long this week has become a, a which I own him. And I, not going I gave to. him I gave him one more week, and that was a mistake. He's almost a must-sell at this point. Yeah, it, absolutely. He is sell. being sold to the tune of 20,000 transfers out since... Saturday, yeah, over twenty thousand sells. I mean, the yeah. guys—it's obvious. Only Goodbye, reason why Shane I technically Long. haven't sold him yet is because I'm going to wait till after the international break to see who's hurt and who's not before yeah. I make any changes. But he's definitely coming out of the lineup. Done. There's no doubt. Which is just weird, anyway. So Toddich, you and I have touted. I still think there's tons of talent there. They just, for some reason, Southampton haven't gotten it together, and so we just need to kind of wait. I'm going to hold, but. I mean, I do own him. I own him in a. I own him in a in a draft league, and I'm not ready to to release him yet because I think I think there's talent there, but holding him is has been killing me a little bit. Sofian Buffal, yes, new the signing. New signing. New, their record, who is recovering their from rec, Southampton's record signing? Record signing, sixteen million pounds, which that. That goes. To that's show actually you. not a made-up number this time. We make up numbers a lot, but that's the real number. Sure. Yeah. Not yeah. not twenty thirty trillion pounds. Right. Tr- sure. Tr- tr- trillion. Uh, <laughs> record signing, but I think he's. I, if I remember right, he's recovering from a knee injury, so well, he's not going to feature for. That's great. A, it's always for good to buy injured people. Well, and that was the that's the that was the thing with him. Why the question was the comparison, and at least one of the places that I saw was that he's compared to. Eden Hazard, that that was the that was the player comparison to him. The question was, 
why is he why weren't if he was so good why weren't bigger clubs going after him and that was exactly it it was injury concerns maybe been maybe he guy. would look like Eden Hazard or Mares if N'Golo Kante was playing behind him mm. oh jeez Dave your computer just told us it's time to start the pod yeah what was that <laughs> <laughs> anything like else on this anything else on this match I mean Jermaine Defoe still great value uh, Jermaine Defoe 7.1 value 8 2 and 9 respectively in his games you can't ask for much more yeah the only good thing I did in our draft league this week was that you dropped him and I picked him up <laughs> that's the only good thing about my team this week was you that dropped I, Jermaine Defoe that I, I he got to be my he got to replace Andy Carroll on that so Unbelievable! Was really good. I I'm glad really... you brought that up. That's crazy. Yeah, I was so really glad. If you're in a draft league, people scour, scour the waiver wire, yeah. scour the uh, ad drop lists. You never know when a Jermaine Defoe. I made a good move this week, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a but second. But not this one. This wasn't a good move. Okay. No, I was glad to pick him up. <laughs> uh, Patrick Van Onholt. Three of the five corners for Sunderland. Yeah. The guy's still going to be taking set piece stuff. Yeah. You know who I dropped him for? Jermaine Defoe. Gray. Andre mm-hmm. Gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I dropped him for Gray, and I wish I wouldn't have. <laughs> don't I you want to like do? Turned into a therapy. Session. Don't you want to do a how to say in this segment? Oh, oh you know, know there was uh, someone who made his debut for Sunderland. Yeah. I don't, I don't even believe it. Yeah. Do we have time for this? I think we can always make time for this. Can you do this fast, Brian? I can re- I can read it faster than you've ever heard me read. I'm just kidding. I, I never want that. Dave like, needs uh, maybe a I'll minute. play some faster paced music. Yeah, fast paced music. Can you play music behind this? Is there going to be music for this? Maybe. Fast paced music? Maybe. Uh, play uh, the the music, whatever that like uh, orchestrated stir. music was that people used to, when people used to do spinning plates. Uh, oh, look yeah. it up. Yeah, it was an old sure. thing that used to be on like variety TV shows. Uh, yeah, that's more like, like circus like, music. Like, like, yeah. It's more just a, like a sped up uh, uh, orchestration. Try to find that. Okay, sure. Uh, I feel like someone just hit the the one and a half times button. This Brian. week's how to say. <laughs> hey, everybody, let's go to this week's how to say. <laughs> this week's how to say is yet again more French. What's, yeah. What's worse, you guys are going to insist on toying with the can't have three J's in the name rule. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Going to dance right on that line, aren't we? <laughs> Almost three J's. That's a good name. This Senegalese defender played for Nantes until 2015. No, hold on, stop. Wait, wait, wait. Not as in like he didn't. As play? in like I'm gonna tie a knot. Nope, nope. N a n t e s French team. Oh. Panic signed by Jose Mourinho at Chelsea last September. Played exactly one minute for Chelsea yeah, before being loaned to Werder Bremen. What and was then, he, I think he was signed on deadline day. Yeah, it was to it was they were they were already in the middle of, of failing a Leicester like failure in their title defense and so he was brought in. Sure. Very Juan Quadrado esque. Mm. Played one minute, loan to Werder Bremen or Bremen. Sure. It's more Bremen. Bremen. Then signed with Sunderland this past August. Uh his given name, Poppy, easy enough. Poppy. Yeah, like yeah, like my Poppy. Uh-huh. His surname, I think it should come with a viewer warning, the kind of the way some video games do. 
like if you look at the sequence of of letters like if it's not in all capitals if you look at the sequence of letters all the j's and i's and and the 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 letters with stems on it all together i think it might be damaging to anyone who suffers from vertigo or prone to <laughs> epileptic seizure sure sure he just barely makes it under the three j rule oh. yeah he does your sunderland central defender is poppy Jiloboji. 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 Yes. You know how sometimes when kids are learning how to write and they, they give the boxes where they, you know, they, they basically say, you know, this has to fill in the whole line. This fills in the just the bottom half of the line. You know, and they, yeah. they kind of feed them how big the letter should be. Yeah. Jiloboji would just be one big rectangle. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. the way across the name. Yep. Jiloboji. Amazing. Jiloboji. Ryan, well done. Well done. Jiloboji. Poppy. I'm saying it. Poppy Jiloboji. And he impressed. He impressed. Here's the funny He's thing. He's still a center back on Sunderland, but he impressed. When I see this name, I'm going to have to close my eyes and remember Jiloboji because if I just look at it and try to pronounce it, I won't come up with the same. Like, I'm literally going to have to just remember you say his name, Jiloboji. Because if I look at it and try like the I get the vertigo. Jiloboji. Please save uh, that clip. That was awesome. Jiloboji. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily a good compliment or not, but Yaya Toure mm -hmm. said of Jiloboji, "I've never seen a player with as good of a left foot and right foot as Jiloboji." Oh, wow. okay. Yaya Might not be able to read Toure. things, but he has good footwork, which is always a good start. Nice. Well, we'll find out. Sunderland will be under attack often, so we'll yes, we will we'll see what see what they have. And he's going to play. Watford one, Arsenal three. Yeah, there's Roberto the old Pereira. in your face, in your face, Brian Pereira with the Come goal, away, man, for Watford. <laughs> Santi Cazorla with the penalty kick, and then oh, Alexis yeah. and Urzel saying, "Let's." Let's resume the status quo. Oh, my goodness. Alexis Sanchez. Congrats to all Sanchez owners. Another bad move by me. Did it wasn't horrible. Him? He did. dropped Alexis Sanchez <laughs> in our draft league to pick up Kapu. What? Dave. No, he you didn't. Are, oh, that is not true. He did not. I was going to say, what happened true. to you? No, but it, I did in, in, the, in the budget league. I did drop him. For Ozil, so it wasn't okay. the, a it horrible. Out. It, yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. He is good, man. Sanchez is good. No, Ozil is good. O Ozil's oh, good. And that guy's good. No, 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 no. Rob Holding, that guy's good. Rob Holding is good. <laughs> He's not horrible. <laughs> um, Arsenal looked oh. a much different team this week. Now they did. You can For look at it multiple half. ways. The Watford In the effect. Same way. Exactly. Good call, Brian. <laughs> yeah. It could be in the same way Chelsea looked great playing against Burnley. Is it the fact that Chelsea looked good and they're getting Conte's system now? Or was it the fact that they were playing Burnley? Is, is Did Arsenal look better this week because they weren't playing Liverpool and they weren't playing Leicester? You know, two yeah. very good teams and now they're, they're playing Watford. They didn't look bad against Leicester last week. Or was it the fact that that Ozil was back on the field for a full 90 minutes, and he makes that big of a difference. That's good, man. And I also think, listen, Arsenal, the Arsenal that was at the top of the table at Christmas last year was an Arsenal that had Santi Cazorla in the starting lineup every week. Hmm. He got hurt right at Christmas on Boxing Day, and he hardly played the rest of the next three months. 
He pretty much, he came back right the last couple games at the end of last year. Don't underestimate him. Scott, you asked a couple weeks ago, what should we think of Santi Cazorla? Yeah. And he came in off the bench against Liverpool and had two assists. Santi Cazorla, seven points first week, three last week, nine this week. He's not, he's a good fantasy player right now. He is. And yeah. he's a cheap 7.5 billion dollars. As long as Brian. he keeps playing in that lineup, I mean, why would you why would you not want so, that guy? As an Arsenal fan, I think, I think, and, and where he was playing in the beginning of last year, or for the whole first half of last year, he was playing in front of the defense with, with Conklin. Santi Gazzola is a better defender than you probably think he is. I don't know if you noticed this past week, he chased someone down from behind and did a tackle, stole the ball, and then sent it back up the field. It was an amazing play, probably one of his best plays of the game. He- you know I like to ask tough questions. Sure. Especially relating to fantasy soccer. It's it's the things that our listeners want us to talk about. Sure. Yeah. So we have three midfield goal scorers here. Yeah. Zorla, Alexis, and Urzel. Yeah. Does the lower uh, price on Santi Gazorla make him someone you – if I had to pick one of those three – should I go with Cazorla just based on that lower price, knowing that I'm going to get good output as long as he's healthy? That's a really good question, Scott. Let me ask you a different one. That value. Let's listen, let's rank them. How well, would you? In what order? I I I know what my order would be, and this is going to be really this is going to be fascinating. In what order? One, two, three. Would you put those three guys in terms of fantasy soccer? Assuming all of them start and play majority yes. of the match going forward. Correct. Health, assuming they stay healthy. I think Sanchez is going to score more goals because this is what I think is going to happen starting this week. I think or when they get back off international break, Giroud is going to be the starting striker. Sanchez is going to move back to the left wing where Chamberlain has been playing. Ozil is going to be right behind Giroud, just like most of last year, and Cazorla and Xhaka are going to be in front of the defense. I think... Ozil in the beginning of last year, and Ozil looked really good. He didn't have 17 assists in the first half, but it was clo- it was like 12 or 13 in the first half of the season. I think there's a chance that that could happen. If he adds any goals to that, I, I don't know. I don't know who you pick between him or Sanchez. I think they're they're both going to be good owns. Because Zorla won't score as many points as them. But if he, even if he's close, he's, he's a few so dollars cheaper. cheaper. Yeah, Isn't it fascinating that I, I think Alexis would be third right now, just with previous results to date. You know, obviously you make a great point that the lineup will change. Giroud will come in, and and there's a couple of new guys probably on. Sanchez the way. was playing out of position mm-hmm. and trying to get used to where he was playing. He finally looked comfortable this week. Yeah, playing as a striker position, which which he was been had been playing out of position the first couple of weeks. I think Urzel's gonna. With a combination of goals and assists, I think he might end up being the biggest of the three, the biggest point scorer this year out of the three. He, he looked really good. He yes, did. he did. He looked really good. Tough question. Uh, all of this is just a precursor, though, to what really matters, which is Dave's arsenal moment. Do I have one of those this week? I don't know. I thought you did. I do. No. Yes, I do. Nice. Man. They got a win. We should talk about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course we should. Yeah, definitely. All I'll right. be in the bathroom. Let me just get my coffee here. Sure. Yeah. Dear Arsenal, finally, finally you end the drama and make a few signings to fill the holes. It took too long, but you got it done. Mustafi and Perez, they should fit in nicely. And congrats on the first win of the season. I 
lineup is starting to look normal. It's great to see Ozil back, because Zorla is finding his form again. Lexus is finally looking good again. And the defense is starting to look solid for the second straight week. This is the arsenal fans want to see. This is the arsenal that can win the league. But is this the arsenal that can win the big games? Or is this the arsenal who just beats up Watford's? What do you, do think, you, think, about what do you think about that, Brian? That's a really good point. Do Which, you think you what did you coffee pour? What did you say? <laughs> yes. Uh, look. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> um, you, you, I made that pour as loud as I possibly could. Did it interrupt you? Well, now we have to. And now I'm going to have to keep it in. I was going to mute it out, but now we're going to have to keep it in. Hector Bellerin is fast. That dude is fast. Fast, fast. Yes. Fast, fast. I. Uh, he is. He is a joy to watch. He's a dude. good player. He really is. Um, strength to the Premier League for Arsenal not signing him, you know, letting him go to Barcelona, which there were some rumors during the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I like Ar- I like Arsenal. Duh. I I like Bellerin a lot. But I think that uh, I think that the answers to your questions aren't necessarily uh, obviously good. In other words. I, I, you have to wait and see on Arsenal. They have to show me something well, before I go ahead and say, yeah, they're going to win the big matches. This uh, is a title-winning And you're not going to get a chance to see them very much in the big matches because in the next between now and week 10, A, this is the time to own Arsenal players. Right. And you should own probably as many as you can get on your team. They play Hull, Burnley, Swansea, Middlesbrough, Sunderland. Yeah, between now and week ten, yeah. and yeah. they have Chelsea and they, got Chelsea. they have Chelsea, Chelsea and always Su- seems and, to be their kryptonite. Yeah, but I mean, still, out of the next however many game weeks, you have the, that kind of a, a thing coming up. Yeah. Oh man, who did we say earlier would be top of the table? Everton, possibly. If Arsenal aren't close with that lineup, it, Arsenal wasn't horrible. The first couple, the first two weeks here. They did lose to Liverpool. They didn't lose horrible. And this is what I said, right? So they started with Liverpool and Leicester. They drew at Leicester. That's not a bad draw. No. No, I mean that, not. that's a decent point. You don't want to lose your home games. But they did lose to a really good Liverpool squad. That Liverpool squad's gonna beat all the top teams probably at least once. Yeah. If you get I appreciate you saying that. No, I'm yeah. Listen, yeah. when they're clicking, they're really tough. Yep. Arsenal's also struggling. Koscielny didn't play that game defensively, right, right? right? They look a different team with him in there. So maybe that result's a little bit different. Maybe maybe it's a draw. So I'm not going to take uh, you know, I think they're I think they're going to be okay, but Brian, to your point, you they're going to own 3. They need pick to three. they need to bank points on those matches. Pick 3 and defensively, own 3. Defensively? Anyone. Monreal, Bellerin, you and You can listen. own any one of the th- any one of those guys. Monreal is, is 6.0, Bellerin 6.5. They're, right now they're on the same points. They've scored the same points every game. Monreal might be the better own because you can save some money there. When do their new signings start? I'm sure they'll start right in after the break, right? Maybe? I doubt it. Really? Usually, Wenger doesn't do that. Hmm. But you might see... Rob it, Holding is an odd man out there. He is. Hold, holding will sit first for Mustafi. I think there's a, that's an obvious kind of fit. Perez, I don't know how he'll fit in. 
that's going to be interesting. He might get some sub-ins. He might get some, some cup ties. We'll see. Interesting. Well, it'd be uh, fascinating to see, but obviously we're high on Arsenal players at this point. Watford, other than, I mean, Kapu, I don't buy his first two games. He had 10 and 9 points. He had a goal in each. Not going to sustain. I'm not buying him. Uh, I don't think that's sustainable at all, even though now, in fairness, he's only a 4.7. So is if you own him, he's not killing you. And he wasn't in bad back. in this. No, and he wasn't. He wasn't. So he's not. He's not a bad own. He it really was. Isn't. It was his shot that was blocked that led to Pereira's, Pereira's goal. Yeah, I see Pereira though over the course of the season becoming a better own. I, that's probably fair. I think Gallo was so close to having the one of the goals of the season. It was so so that, close. I, I, it, I'm starting to feel bad for. I'm starting to think that he truly. This is two weeks in a row we're, we're mentioning him, and and the thought Cameron Jerome keeps coming into my head. Just saying. Just want to point out that I called that. Mm. I get them all wrong, but I got that one right. A hull nil, United one, ninety second so minute. Marcus Rashford. That boy. He is good. That boy. He is good. <laughs> uh, not I not bad, say, Brian, when that's your like third striker. Oh, I know, right? Man, I wish he could play more. Brian, who do you think is better, Iannaccio or Rashford? Ooh. I don't know. Pro- like if you had a team Ooh. right now, if you were if you were Burnley and you were looking – not Burnley. If you were – Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday and you needed a striker and you could buy one of them, Rashford or Iannaccio? Where are you going? How much younger is Rashford than Ianacho? Not maybe two years. Ianacho's not old. Well, I don't but know. But Rashford's young. Rashford's this, like nineteen. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, it would be hard that not to boy. pick Rashford. That I'm, guy's I'm good. Iannaccio. He is. He's good. Scored the goal. Very. Uh, you know, the best part about that goal, Zlatan didn't score it. <laughs> Zlatan <laughs> just had to say that once. All right. Just the same as I don't know how Coutinho didn't score, or how yeah. Hazard didn't score sure. six. I don't know how Zlatan Zlatan's score. aura should have scored that by oh, itself. He had right? so many good chances. But So my honorary fantasy half point actually goes to a United player. I don't know if you noticed, when Rashford scored his goal, he ran to the fan oh, section. Yeah, sure. And some older lady was in the front row. And as the fans came forward to celebrate with Rashford, this lady was getting smashed against the wall. Against the, uh, you know, yeah. the barrier, and uh, and it was actually Marianne Fellaini who came forward and like helped her not get smashed. She basically rescued this lady while the team is celebrating around them. Uh, so is this is this when he picked up a knock? Because uh, yeah. now he's going to be out for he's several. He's slightly weeks. injured and <laughs> yeah. going to miss a few weeks. Yes. Now he's going to be out, so he's going to need that half point to carry him world. through his his injury, and that's why, ladies and gentlemen, you need to be responsible with your goal celebrations. Yes. Hey, Rashford did pick up a yellow card. He did because the, someone from the fans hugged him. I mean, you can't you can't yeah, leave. One guy fell out onto the pitch yeah. like it was nuts. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was a very emotional goal. Hull, I mean, late. I late. felt bad for Hull. I think everyone did probably, but United yes. fans, right? Yeah. Yes. Hull earned a point in this game. Yes, they really they did. did. 30, they could have won. They had some chance. They had a couple of shots late that could yeah. have gone in. Listen, they. Jakubovic, their goal, their goalkeeper, had a pretty decent game because he saw twenty nine shots, nine on target, and the last one. And he had to see Zlatan himself, That's and true. so you'd think just the sheer intimidation of that 
would send a man's knees a shaking. Yep. 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 <laughs> Ryan, you've been touting Sean Valencia. They are no Antonio it. Valencia. Yep. They've been crushing. Yeah, who's Sean? You're thinking of Shaw. Luke Shaw. Shaw. Oh, oh Shaw oh, and Valencia. And Valencia. Okay, all right. Not Sean Valencia. That's what no. I am <laughs> even Sean. more after this. Sure. I am even more all in on Antonio Valencia. Hmm. United. I love that dude. A couple things real quick. United, number one, has the best goalkeeper in the league in, in De Gea. Hmm. They also have a coach. Who, his teams in Mourinho, statistically over his coaching career, don't give up many goals. Okay? And that's been evident so far. Mm -hmm. De Gea single-handedly last year, last couple years, have saved United from complete embarrassment during the seasons. You add, you start adding those things together, and now you add the fact that the, they're able to have so much more pressure going forward and to push teams back further because of Zlatan and Martial. And Pogba. And Pogba. Yeah, it's it's... Their defenders, I'm starting to think, Brian, are going to be the best owns the rest of this fantasy I, season. I even I drafted in our draft league. I drafted Shaw, yeah, and then dropped. Uh, I can't remember who it was to pick up Valencia just to have both. Yeah. I don't. I, I it doesn't even matter that I would. I have both of them. And what supports your point is that in true Mourinho fashion, they've had the same back four for the first three matches too. And so there's consistency in starting. Baye and blend is. It's the center back pairing. Chris Smalling yeah. can't get a can't get a sniff. No, he's not. He's yeah. been back healthy, and Chris Smalling can't get a sniff. And Scott, to your point, that's what you said. That's what you said from the beginning. Once Mourinho gets a starting eleven, he's going to play them till they die. Yep. Until until they get injured or they literally die. Yep. And so, just the, ask Henrik Mctarian. Uh, who Mc, will probably you know come what, in. Though? He's probably going to yeah. come in with the Fellaini. He's so good. Did he look? First of all, he's amazing. As much as as and as this is, makes me nervous. As much as I love the statistics of Anthony Martial, Martial was the first guy to go. And Mkhitaryan came in and looked great. I gotta and wonder, was though, three times more effective than Martial not, was. If it's not Mata that, dis that, that moves. I don't know. It's got to be Mata. On top of that, it might be a moot point. I, I, don't, I know they don't necessarily play exactly the same positions, but... Fellaini going out, you got to think Mctarian. He he's going to be. He, they'll reshuffle that eleven. Mctarian keeps that. Like that's the best eleven for United with Fellaini out. They'll reshuffle guys a, a little bit to make that work. As the owner in the draft league of Mctarian, I've been holding on to him. Yeah, hoping, I was going to say he finally gets tons a sniff. of people sold him, and he's about to be. He's on the outside. Back. He is on but, the outside. But he's going to come back. I think if, so. if he gets if I'll he be, gets a consistent start, he's going to. If he gets two starts in a row from Mourinho, he's going to show what he can do, and I, and and then I think he stays. He doesn't go anywhere. Uh, Zlatan had a ton of of touches and shots. He had twenty touches in the penalty area. Seven shots. Four of those shots were blocked. Five of the shots were in the penalty area. That dude should have scored. That's that's unzlatan numbers. The guy who is overlooked is Rooney. He's yeah. got a goal and two assists. He's he nine dollars, he and, and he yeah. gave and he set up Rashford's goal on a really great play. Yeah, it was. I am sorry, Wayne Rooney. I am. I am. You know not. what though? Credit what? to him for realizing his new role and fitting into it. He's played in quotes the number ten role really well this season. He has. He has. He has backed down in his <laughs> United status. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> 
Scott's such I a hater. Know. I am a hater of all things United. All right. But uh, but hey, credit where credit's due. All all your points have been excellent points. They're playing very well. They look really good. Three really quick hall notes, Dave. I promise they'll yep. be quick. Okay. Number one, quick. you were a week early, uh, but the the you know the cat's out of the bag on Curtis Davis. Curtis Davies. Yes. No, you're right. Uh, everyone knows how good he is now. Yeah. Uh, if the matchup is fair, you might consider playing him. He is a threat on every whole set piece. The other thing I want to say is this, and maybe this is uh, maybe I'm stealing. No, go ahead. Point. Snodgrass, yes. who had a great first week, he looked really good in this game. Yep. He almost had a goal as he slams his hip into the goalpost. Yep. On a he's trying to dive and hit a header, and he misses it. But he, it's wet, raining, and he slides into the, his hip into the goalpost. So he went out at half. And uh, the injury is not, not serious. Not, He's, yep. So that was my second. That point. guy is still a good own. Yeah, he played really well. Yep, and he's he's hoping to play international duty, uh, which you know for the sake of those who did buy him early yeah. for Hall, they're hoping that he doesn't and just rests up sure. and is healthy for Hall. Um, but I wanted to make that point that he, his injury doesn't seem to be too serious. And number three, I love Mike Phelan. Yeah. Your manager. Oh, man. What a stud. Yeah. He's finally getting his chance. He's not even the real manager, but he, I love that guy. He is getting the most out of these players. 2016 Eddie Howe. Yeah. Maybe, except he's old enough to be Eddie Howe's dad. Oh. Mm. West Brom, nil. Middlesbrough, nil. So, yeah. Nothing to see here, right? Clean sheets all around. We're good. But I just want to point not, out. Not even a cricket? Did you have crickets or something? <laughs> no, trust me. Crickets will be there because... <laughs> this was the one match I didn't oh. watch. I watched every match but this one. I the, saw the result before I watched it and said, yep, no. Nope. The only thing, fantasy-wise, that you should take heart in this is, we've been t- saying this, where's your where's your baggie? Your token your baggie token got baggie a clean sheet. That's clean right. Sheet. That's right. Good you're point. Lo- you're loving it. Your foster, your, your cheap foster, your cheap Gareth McCulley, who has gone... Seven, seven, and six, respectively, in his first three games. Four point six, Gareth McCulley, billion pounds. Four point six. Yeah. Just saying. Yep. That's if you're if you got defenders. Look, Scott said this a few weeks ago. You need to own a token baggie or two. Uh, there you go. That's the only thing worth talking about. The great Rondon end. looks good. Rondon was Rondon okay. always. The great and Stuani just never got much going. Uh, Middlesbrough was missing Mister Perfect. Did not play this match. Maybe that was a reason for their slump. Another Who's Lata? No, no friend. Come oh on. yeah, Mr. Perfect. Yeah, right. We talked about that. He's perfect point. in every way. Yeah, he's yeah, perfect, yeah, yeah. He's the perfect man. Yeah. Uh, just want to point out that Hall, Burnley, and Middlesbrough, your three newly promoted clubs, a combined zero goals this week. Gig sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Man City 3, West Ham 1. Raheem Sterling with 2. Fernandinho put in 1 as well. And then uh, Brian's boy, Mikel Antonio, scoring for West Ham. Brian? This was lopsided. This is your team, West Ham Hammers. How do you feel about this? They, I mean, I feel nothing until, un- until they have a team that is even resembles their healthy team. Right. So yeah, they got they got crushed. Yeah, uh, I don't think Antonio is a bad guy to own, and until everyone else gets kind of back in there, which Lanzini played, he subbed on late, so he 
at least they got you know somebody like him coming back. Payet, I guess, comes back after after the after the break. break. Um, so at least that you might even get Andy Carroll back by then. Might have international break might be very I mean, nice. They, they said four to six weeks on Andy Carroll. I mean, who knows? But still, like any at this point, anybody that's healthy that's even remotely could be even remotely effective them can't it can't hurt uh, scott i want to i want to give you credit oh okay thanks in the draft league this past week mm-hmm. i dropped david silva who i owned mm-hmm. and picked up which i was surprised to see he was there raheem sterling on the, on your analysis last week of how Guardiola yep. plays and yep. then i saw nbc's breakdown before this match on how he plays with with the uh, the fullbacks and Zabaleta and Kolarov, as they go forward, actually go in as central defenders, So, or not central defenders, as central midfielders, so that the center backs can make diagonal passes out to the wingers in, in Sterling. In other words, you said this last week. We, I was mentioning David Silva has is, is been non-existent in the first two matches. Right. You said, don't be surprised why we're seeing this because that's not how Guardiola plays. He plays more in the wings. Maybe we should see, and that's why Sterling has been okay. Yep. We see a, a resurgence. So thanks to you, I'm like, that makes a whole lot of sense. I'm dropping Silva and I'm getting Sterling. And it worked. And you know what? It really paid off. He was my yeah. highest scoring player this week. So thank you, Scott. Appreciate your analysis. I am glad I can help everyone else's fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at West Ham's injury list. They've got the longest list of all 20 clubs in the Premier League. Uh, Four guys, though, are tentatively due, scheduled to come back for their next match after international duty. Uh, Nortveit, Winston Reid should be back, Sofian Fuguli should be back, and uh, most importantly, Dimitri Payet should be back. Yeah. Can't wait for January. DeBrowna? Another assist. DeBrowna is three games, though. Two, four, and six points. Yeah, he's coming into uh, his own. Under Pep, that's he's only he's only getting better. He and Sterling are on the wings. Yep. So those would be the two midfield owns going forward. Obviously, Aguero he did not score this match, but he had chances, and he looks like he's going to be sitting a game at least retroactively for the elbow that he gave Winston Reed. Maybe. And probably will miss the, the derby. Ironically, he also has pulled up with a little bit of a gimp, and probably won't play for Argentina on this international break. Maybe that's not that big of a surprise. Anyways, yeah. no one's selling Aguero, but you know. No, no, no. Of course. Uh, but that, I think, leads well into Matt's stat of the day. And now it's time for Brother Matt's stat of the day. Sergio Aguero has had a hand in 131 goals and 153 Premier League appearances for Manchester City. 105 goals, 26 assists. I'm going to say that again. In 153 Premier League appearances for Manchester City, he's had a hand in 131 goals. Hmm. That's impressive. It is impressive. That is impressive. And as we come off the international break, you're going to have to pay attention to injuries. You're going to have to pay attention to whether or not Aguero is suspended. It's up in the air whether or not that will be the case. Yep. Uh, But... Uh, you have to pay attention because the last thing you want to do is play Aguero and have him be suspended. Yep, agree. 
Uh, did you want to ana- uh, analyze? Uh, we had a, a interesting. I want to uh, say that for next dish. week. Oh, I want to say that for next week. All right, next, next week yep. we're going to take a look. One of the things that we've been questioning over these first three match weeks is whether or not you can own both Zlatan and Sergio Aguero. Yeah, two top goal scorers. That's fair, right? Yeah, two top no, goal scorers absolutely. In the league. And uh, and whether or not that will actually help you, or whether it hurts you, because in, a, in an auction league you're not uh, able to uh, play enough strength yes. throughout the rest of your squad. That's correct. So we're going to analyze that next week. We're going to actually do real analysis on this. Brother podcast. Matt, brother Matt did that, mm-hmm. and so we're going to get to break down his team next week. As uh, as he was able to do that, I was surprised hmm. at what he was able to do. Interesting. Let's not give any more away. Yeah, sure. Real analysis on this podcast next week. Um, somewhat real. Yeah, so sort of. <laughs> All right. Really, really fast. Yeah. Can we do a buy sell? Because I've got a buy sell that you're going to be shocked. How about by. you? I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna wait hold. for mine because okay. international break tends to injure people. So sure. I'm mine. Gonna, I'm gonna hold on mine. Mine won't be affected by the international break. Okay. Uh, in the defense, I am selling Virgil. For Southampton. Virgil he's done Dyke. nothing. Yeah, he's done nothing. Sure. I think two, one, and one, I think, are his yeah. points so far. And I'm picking up Mason Holgate at Everton. For Everton. Yeah. He has been solid. And he is not coming out of that lineup. Nope. And so, uh, and Everton's Virgil, schedule upcoming is fantastic. Yep. So the, Virgil the out. You would not have called this earlier in the season, but Virgil sure. out, Mason Holgate in. I'm very excited about that move. I think that's excellent. International break this coming weekend. There are no Premier League matches, but right. there will be a podcast. Yep. It'll be a silly podcast. It'll be Man. soccer talk. It'll oh, be it's lots of fun. Be it's gonna be great. Oh, it might be our best soccer of the year. talk. Listen, I think uh, listen, I think I'm gonna bring this, back the this club is why it's gonna be segment. so good. The transfer window is finally gonna be closed. Oh, finally, right? Yeah, we so talk we'll about have that. a ton to talk about next yeah. week. It'll be amazing. Honestly, it'll probably be our best show. Where will Saido Barahino go? Will he still be pouting, sucking his thumb? I'm gonna bring back the club history segment from the summer. Oh, I published week. all of the limericks during those segments from the summer series of podcasts Check on our website. Check it out website, on the website. Yep, fantasysoccerfc.com. Perfect. And uh, we'll bring one back next week since we won't have any matches as well. So look for the return of the limerick in the club history segment next week as well. It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. Well, listen, thank you again for uh, for putting up with us, listening to our nonsense and our slurping of coffee. Mm. And coffee every- was the fourth co-host this week. Yeah, I mean, it always is right there. It, it's one of our best George friends. Is it George friend? Yes. Yeah, it's George friend. Right, <laughs> well done. All right, listen. It is my George friend. Um, join us this next week. Transfer window will be shut finally. We will be on. And the to, season can begin. And in Scott's eyes, the season can begin. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>